What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alter Call. Still no maths, but this week we will be covering the first four episodes of The Ultimatum. Hi, Aid. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I am good but lately i feel like i've been wondering why i'm so busy and i know you understand because you're busy too i feel like we're on the go we are on the go i think we have (laughs) intentional which is what i'm trying to be for instance i did something i've probably never done which is cancel a work trip simply because i could i'm like i'm gonna sit at home so you have to take the space to not be busy that's kind of what yes. I did this past weekend. That's what you did this past weekend. We were not busy people this yes. past weekend. This is true. I opted out of a trip because I just needed, I've been on fumes and I just needed rest because traveling for work tomorrow and back on the go again for the next two weeks. So yes, you're right. We have to be intentional, but why? Why? <laughs> um, there's a lot of things in life that I want to do. <laughs> Yeah. Well, grateful for the opportunity to do them, right? Right. Not passing up on most things. <laughs> that's the that's the problem. <laughs> well, speaking of that, do you have any updates you want to share with the people? Yeah, because we're busy next week, we won't have an episode. <laughs> but we might drop something from the archives for you to keep you going while we're out. Yep, from the late archives. <laughs> <laughs> so fundamentally wrong. But yes, we we shall try. But we'll be back next week. We have stuff lined up. So, Tane, what's going on with everybody? Yeah, when she says everybody, she means the maths people. What is happening? Eric from Atlanta got married. That was I feel like that was quick. I feel like they just got engaged not long ago. And they're married. Good for them. 
Um, Jake was there from Atlanta. Ryan from Atlanta was there. And Vince and Brianna was there. And of course, my mind was like, ooh, what does that mean? Because Vince is friends with them, Brianna has to go, or has Brianna chosen sides, or are they just all friends? Like, what do you think the situation is with that? I don't know what the situation is, but I saw a picture of all of the Atlanta girls together, including Brianna, very recently. So, I guess they're just, you know, hanging out separately. (laughs) Not melding. (laughs) Which is honestly the healthiest way to go about it. You can be friends with everybody, even if everybody isn't friends with each other. That's how grown-ups act, right? Yeah, it is. Shaq has been doing... This is not really an update. It's just something I observed. Like, he does this... You know how everybody on the internet is like, get ready with me? He calls his get ready with Dapper because he's supposed to be Dapper. And then we have to watch him get ready and he's stylish and put on his clothes and all that stuff. So that's what uh, Shaq is getting into these days. It sounds like I'm saying something negative, but I'm not. I'm just saying it as is, like, this is what he's doing now. But it seems like a natural progression because style is something that he's into. So, When you watched it, though, did you feel like, oh, this was a good use of my time? Or were you like, this is time I'll never get back? I think I scrolled past. I'm just not interested. I'm not the demographic. So (laughs) who do you think it's? It's not me. It's not you. Who could it be? There are people, there's always something for everyone out there. And there are people who are like Shaq fans who might be interested in what they do. I mean, I think it's like if I like the people, like I like looking at Jasmina because she's pretty. And when, this sounds terrible because I'm about to say, Alexis does a lot of the dress ups too. And I think she's pretty too, but I'm just not interested in seeing that. So I don't know what that means. Maybe it's how much you like a person or not and you're like oh i'm a fan of them i'm interested in what they're doing and then if you're not a fan you just x out maybe i'm just not interested in what anybody's wearing unless they're doing something too i think you're in the minority (laughs) i think you're in a minority or that so there are people who i follow specifically for fashion but like alexis just posts a picture of herself in an outfit i'm like oh okay that's good but what are you doing Wait, what do you mean? Like, what? when you ask what are you doing, what, what is the question trying like, to find out? An outfit of you, like, just somewhere. Like, where are you? Is it an event? Is it a work thing? Is it a social event? Is it an event that's um, going on in your city? That's what I mean by, yeah, I'm nice. it's nice to see your clothes, but what are you doing? <laughs> I think you're the minority. Okay. I know. Because that's what people post on Instagram. But yeah. I, like I stopped with a picture of Brianna with everybody else because that's the other thing who are you with so I'm like oh all the Atlanta girls are together they guess get along good to know that's more interesting to me than what is anybody wearing in their own individual picture by themselves just saying (laughs) um Stephanie and AJ from Philly they're doing that thing where they're teasing us with news but they still haven't told us so They're like, we have some big news, but they're waiting till September. So I will let you guys know what that is. But from past experiences, it's probably not going to be anything. They're moving. That could be the only, I bet you money right now. Maybe they'll surprise me, but I bet you they're moving. Where would they go that would match the energy of Florida? They seem to be made for Florida and they seem to be loving Florida. 
So yeah, you're probably right. We'll find out in September. It's just days away. Um, there was a ask me anything with Kristen from the San Diego season and they asked her who she's closest to. And she said she would kill for Alexis and Stasha. Oh, so guess no Morgan and no Lindy. Oh, <laughs> um, Katina posted a picture that said with the caption, let me just say that New York, New York won, and she tagged a larger one. And y'all, y'all, these two, what are they doing? <laughs> they are still legally married, right? We have not seen any, like, I expect Reddit and everybody else to do their jobs. And if there was an actual divorce in play, I would expect to see that written down somewhere. Yes, correct. I mean, they can't even stick to not being on Instagram or not posting. So how would they stick to like getting a divorce or not? But like we always say, it's just don't announce it, do whatever you need to do, but they can't help themselves. I think is the issue. Like try to figure it out, but don't drag us along for the ride. And maybe they're not dragging us and we're just the ones hopping on, but it's just, it just doesn't sound healthy off on off on that's your sign right there so oh well and finally vanessa from the original atlanta season it looks like she's moved to california she tagged and she had moving boxes and all that and she was like it looks like she moved to long beach specifically in california okay yeah that's all i got all right guys we'll be right back Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you make can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Summer is coming, and it is time for all of us to go on vacation. You can use the money you earn from Earn In to buy a new bathing suit or some new clothes for your fun summer vacation. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Autocall on the podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's Autocall on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max, see earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their Ginger Lime Mule and Grapefruit Paloma, which happen to be my favorites, you can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the recess mocktail sampler at takearecess.com slash autocallmafs. You guys know I don't drink very much. So recess is a great substitute while everybody else imbibes. It's a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like uplifting guayusa and stress balancing adaptogens. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make recess mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. 
Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash altercallmafs so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Ladies, you know that vicious week before your period where you feel like you want to crawl out of your skin, you feel a little bit down or off, and those cravings when you feel like you can eat anything in sight? Well, there's a solution for that. Now it's easier to manage your PMS with estrogen control. You have to try Hormone Harmony. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ALTERCALLMAFS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S for 15% off today. And we are back to talk about the ultimatum season two. We're back to the straights, y'all. I know. I always um I always append it with like the straights are back, y'all. <laughs> I just I I found it kind of weird that Netflix chose to call this the ultimatum season two. I'm like, so queer love is a completely different show? Because this should be season three. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Maybe to them, that's a spinoff. Oh, okay. So it's not a season two. That's the only thing I could come up with. But I mean, so far to me, I think I find this more entertaining than season one. Maybe because I don't hate the people yet. Yet being the operative word. But I was thinking that this crew is pretty normal too normal except for one couple yeah i wouldn't say too normal but yes you're right maybe that's what it is something i find i have to do while watching this show is you know when people are like people get married at first sight i've watched so much of that show that i'm like i know it sounds crazy but it actually works sometimes it's not crazy to go get married at first sight Mm-hmm. The Bachelor and Bachelorette, eh, it's still not crazy. This one, though, I have to suspend my disbelief that, like, I have to pretend, like, everybody's intentions are exactly what they say they are. Does that make okay, sense? Even if, no, not yet. Talk more about what you're, what you mean. Because it does seem crazy to come on the show. Like, if you would like to get married, bringing your significant other on the show seems crazy. If your significant other would like to get married, saying yes to coming on the show when they ask you, or if maybe it was your suggestion, I don't know, does not seem like the, the action of a rational person. So I have to act like, okay, people actually really do want to get married. People actually really do not want to get married. I have to take them at their word. Otherwise, okay, I get watch you. it. <laughs> I get you. I I think I felt that way until we've watched two seasons of Ultimatum now. And there are people who actually stay together afterwards. And there are people who actually get the answer that they want. So then I think like it's more it's more realistic now. Like I need to remember that. There's a lot of Delulu people out there. I had to use that because I just heard that. 
that um slang and i just can't wait to use delulu because i was like i thought it was a new thing apparently it's been out for a while so is that what the kids are saying yes that's what they call delusional now (laughs) delulu (laughs) so yeah there's a lot of people who do not want because to us quote unquote the average normal person i'm watching these people speak and i'm like clearly they don't want to be with you but for some people, they have that realization, like, no, I do want to be with them. The couple from season one just got engaged um, recently, so they got what it is that they came for. So, you know, maybe it does work. But my overarching question every time I watch The Ultimatum is, why are people dating people who don't seem to like them as people? Which like, season one got engaged? Um, I can't remember their name. The black couple. I think because I actually wanted to know what was going on with them, and I also could not remember their name. Oh yeah, they just had like a pretty like engagement, and it was really sweet. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get their name. Shanique and Randall. Shanique. Oh, okay. I'm happy for Shanique and Randall because I thought they were great, but I did know that people would want to know, so I'm glad we clarified that. Please go back to your question. Um, what was my question? <laughs> oh, why do people date people that they seem to fundamentally not like? I'm telling you, like the they, dying alone is real strong. <laughs> yeah, I, that's probably what it is. Because these people talk about their partners and I'm like, wow, you really hate this person. Like, how can you say this many negative things about someone that you claim to love and you share a bed with? Like, what are we doing here? Some cost but, theory. Been here so long, can't leave. I don't really get it. I really don't. But people do it all the time, not just on the show. Well, I mean, we might as well dive into the couples, right? <laughs> um, Antonio and Roxanne, speaking of hating your partner. Like, oh, Roxanne yeah. cannot stand... Roxanne has no respect for this man and does not seem to respect him on any level. Um, Antonio is 30. Roxanne claims to be 31. By sight, uh, maybe not, but yes. And Roxanne defines herself by her work. I don't know that she has a personality outside of she's an entrepreneur. I don't know because that's all we hear about and that's all she talks about. I found it particularly sad with her. The workaholicism and the defining yourself with work and not wanting to really do anything besides work. And I say this as a person who's been accused of those traits before. Um, <laughs> but it's like, I have other things to do outside of work, and, and uh, including the show, I might add. So, yeah, Roxanne, I'm sad for you that all you want to do is work. You, you don't want to hang out with your boyfriend. She's like, why don't you play dates for us, for us to do after I work? And I'm like, you know you're not leaving work to hang out with him. Why is he going to play a date? But that's the thing. It's a case of the what came first, the chicken or the egg. Is she working so hard to avoid hanging out with Antonio or is she just really working hard because that's who she is? And my guess is because she doesn't want to face Antonio. But then it's like, if you're so ambitious, why would you be with someone who we find out later on when he's talking about his, when he switches couples and he's talking about, I don't go on dates because I can't afford it. Why are you? why are you with that person it reminds me there's a couple on temptation island she's also like 34 or something and she's dating a 24 year old 
of course he's in a different stage of life. He's not going to have the same thing. And then you look down on him and you want to mold him into something. What are you, if you're saying that you're the best thing that ever happened to them, why are you still with this person that you absolutely have no respect for? Like the problem is also partially you. So that's very head scratch worthy for me. But I don't know if Roxanne has been set up to be the villain because it started out that way. But towards the end, I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't think I consider her a villain. She's just an intense person. By the time we got to the end of the four episodes, I actually kind of, I don't like is a strong word, but I think yes. I was with you. She was being set up to be the villain. Maybe she'll come through later. But at the end, I was like, oh, no, you're just very self-assured. Um, yes. You actually know yourself pretty well, better than I thought. Yes. Uh, yes. I kind of liked her. I guess I'll say it. I kind of liked her, but we'll see. Yes. And I think it's a case of just being with someone who does not bring out the best in you, because that's something that's underrated in a partner. It's like you got to get someone who brings out the best in you and helps you grow. And I don't think she's being challenged by Antonio. That's not to say Antonio is not a bad guy, but I'm not going to lie to you. I do not remember a lot about this man. He doesn't stand <laughs> out. Same. <laughs> he, I mean, it took me a minute to separate him from Alex, another one who doesn't stand out. Um, girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. If Alex didn't like recouple up with Roxanne, I probably wouldn't remember him, but they were both the same to me. But yes. But, um, yeah, so there's really not much on there. It just see Roxanne claims that she doesn't want to get married. She's just so anti-marriage. Again, Antonio, why date someone who is so anti-marriage? People are trying to change people into what they want them to be. But we'll see how their story unfolds. But that's basically the premise of both of them. Is Roxanne just saying, I hope you find someone who's better. Please go out there. Leave me alone. I'm tired of you. This is the best way I could think of to break up with you. So that's basically what I got it from <laughs> their segment. So I really wondered what Roxanne's business was. I was like, is she an MLM, hun? Is she? <laughs> there was a lot of hustle talk. A lot of hustle talking. It set my antenna up a little. Aid and the crusade against MLMs. <laughs> Did you have anything else to add for Antonio and Roxanne? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. So our next couple was Lisa and Brian. Uh, what do we want to say about them? <laughs> Where do we want to start? I Lisa issued the ultimatum. Lisa wants to get married. Lisa is with Brian. Brian does not want to get married. The to her is silence, guys. I mean, again, remember, guys, we only watched the first four episodes, so we could be wrong because it seems like stuff more happened. But so she brought him here to make him get married. They, she says they practically act like they're married. I'm always very interested in hearing the people who don't want to get married, what their reasons are. Brian is with the good old, I want to be sure we have our financial reason, blah, blah, blah. But you can tell that it's that's not it. It's just, I think he has doubts about them. Um, and then he had like a, a Freud, what was it? He had a Freudian slip, slip because in the confessional, they're like, what is it that you like about her? And he was like, I love how she's careless. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> um... 
But uh, he goes, he dances around a lot. He's not really saying what his um, reason is. And I feel like he was low-key, not gaslighting her, but for everything that she said, she was like, why wouldn't you do this? Like, you know, I live together. I want to have a kid. I want to be married before we have a kid. He'll be like, I understand. That's fair enough. Okay, that's valid. So then where do you go from there? <laughs> like, if you agree with me, there's nothing else to go from there. So I think he's trying to shut her up. And yeah, they were very um, interesting. What was your first impression of them? Um, basically what you said. I, I The couples sometimes actually look really good to me and they sound really good to me until they get to the topic of marriage. I, they could all. They never struggle to say nice things about each other, at least on this season, which I took to be a positive sign. Even though with the careless slip up, like he, I was like, why wouldn't you want to marry this person if you think so highly of them? Because I mean, someone could be so great, but just not for you, though. So I will say, so- it sounds to me like you think all of the people who don't want to get married, it's not about getting married. It's about the person. Yeah. There's no one who convinced me that it's like, oh, they have a fear of commitment. Or if one person had said something like, I just feel like whenever people get married, things change, but I love our life the way that it is. Or I just don't see what the big deal is. None of them said that. And all of them just gave me the vibes of, I just don't, I feel like there's more out there and I want to find that out. That's the vibe I got from all of them, especially Brian. Okay. Yeah. You know, you know, something is missing, but you don't know, like it's on paper. Everything sounds great, but you just know I'm missing something. I just don't know what it is. Or, you know, and you've been together too long and I'm not going to be that asshole who breaks up with you because I know that my partner is crazy. So, (laughs) um, then we start seeing Lisa go off the rails. They're having their last night together, and we get a timestamp with the what is it you call it? Security cam. The Dateline. And the Dateline cam. And 1:22 a.m. Lisa's like, "I want to go home. I want to go home. I don't want to do this anymore." Brian is like, "Calm down." She picks up the phone. I guess to call the producers at 1:22 a.m. And he's like, "No, calm down. We're not going anywhere." Brian is like, "Oh my god, I just want to stay here. Stop it." But the thing is, we never find out what happened at 1:22 a.m. and it's bugging me. No. The next day. We just roll right into the next day, and I'm like, "So how do we resolve? I want to go home." Uh, Maybe they just wanted to show us that Lisa had doubts to explain her behavior later. I mean, I guess, but that was such a gaping hole. And I'm like, for something that major to happen. Um, Then they start dating people, and then we see all the other couples. I'm jumping ahead, but there's only one other Black couple. And I was trying to remember what happened in the first season, and I think that's what happened, where... It's basically like the black couples just switched. It's like they gravitate towards each other because um, I think she... That didn't happen in the first season because Randall went with Colby. Not with Colby. Yeah. But Shanique went with Zay. Yes. Yeah. So it's almost... Okay, not both, but it's like gravitate. So I was looking at this season and I was like well is it basically just going to be them or is there going to be some interracial we don't have enough seasons of the ultimatum to kind of know like is it going to be like maths where it takes forever for that to happen but 
I think we could kind of sense that they were gravitating towards each other. So basically, um, Brian seemed to be gravitating to the other black girl that was there. And that seemed to set Lisa, like anybody with eyes could see that they were attracted to each other. And they actually said it in the confessional because um, Ryan had mentioned, we haven't talked about Ryan yet, about Brian and Brian had mentioned about her. And she, when they started talking, they had like their little happy hour and they were talking. She was spiraling so bad. I just wanted to say, get a grip, girl. Like, you, you're the one who brought him here. What did you think this show was? Do you think it's the reality that becomes too much or there's, there's not a grasp of what exactly they're asking of their partners when they bring them to this? I, get, I think it's the reality that becomes too much. Because I also think... <laughs> I think that if they watch the first season, which I don't know when they shot this, you probably saw that a couple people got engaged before they even went to the ultimatum part. So are people yeah. coming here to try to force their partners into marriage before they even get that far? Like, are they here for the whole experiment? I don't know what people's expectations are coming in, but Lisa seemed to be very uh, not grounded in reality. Yeah, I, I, that's true. I think they think you're going to get there and be like, oh my God, I really love this person. This person is the best because... As Lisa would say, she's a six-figure bitch. So, I mean, what else are you looking for? On the flip side, I mean, she lost it, and I did not appreciate the way she went off on Ryan, which is another, the other black girl that was on there, like calling her a hooters bitch and that you can't learn anything from her. She's basically dumb. She doesn't have anything. She doesn't challenge you. And I'm like, if you have an issue with your man, Stick attack to your man. But to bring somebody else and to start, you know, degrading someone and just insulting them. And again, Ryan is 24. Come on. Like, what are you Raya. doing? Raya. Oh, Raya? It's short for Mariah. Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. I've been saying Ryan. I don't know why I put Ryan. Oh. Okay, I see why. I've been... I just, we have a Ryan on there and I was calling her. It's Raya. You're right. And... You know, saying things like, oh, you just want some ass and you just want that. It was really, really, like, rude. Did not appreciate that at all. Um, I liked how Brian stood up for himself, but I got to tell you, Aid, when she slapped him, my jaw dropped. I gasped out loud. Uh, yeah, that was shocking. Uh, keep your hands to yourself. You know, guys, I always say that. So she spiraled very, very quickly. And then, it, I like I said, I think the reason why they showed us the 130 is we could see the progression. Um, I don't know why she went after Raya when, like you said, she should have stuck to her own man. Who? The other thing that I found fairly shocking is, okay, she flipped out on him. She slapped him. They went outside. She said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm leaving. She appeared to actually leave. This man went right back inside and was like, so, next date. <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay she wants yeah. to go outside she brought me here I'm still doing this got some prospects here don't want to leave yeah and she did this in front of the other couples and I was just like who would want to recouple with her after this but the thing about this is Brian just seems like he wants a pass to be able to date outside of their relationship without getting any heat on him 
and this is his opportunity. And when she's doing all this, all he can see is that she's taking that away from him. Yep. But if the premise of the show is to be believed, uh, she brought him here. Yeah. So if she brought him here, she can't be upset about the results. And they all sit around and talk about it. Like, well, didn't you know what you were getting into? Don't know why she's so upset, et cetera, et cetera, after she flips out. And, I mean, I agreed with them up to a point. But clearly, you didn't know what you were getting into or you wouldn't have flipped out like that. Yeah. Man, she flipped out so bad. But, yeah. So, um, I thought she was gone completely forever because, I mean, Brian went back in and was trying to continue. But the next thing we see is that she was still going on dates with the other guy, Trey, and still saying, like, you know, she was a little remorseful. I don't know how remorseful she was, but she was still having a connection. And once again, I don't think that we got a confessional of her saying, like, oh, I wilded out last night, or that was pretty terrible or something. And I just felt like that was another gap. Yeah, they just skip right over it. Skip right over it. It's only normal to scream at somebody, say you're leaving, and then come right back. Even her saying, I'm leaving, and explaining why I said I was leaving, and I came right, none of that. Yeah, that was um, interesting. So, I don't know. Again, maybe we'll find out later. So, that was it um, for them. There's some big thing that happens to them, but we'll talk about that when we go to the recoupling. So, we can move on to Ryan and James. That don't make no sense, the two of them. Not one single person. <laughs> There's the fact that they are 24-year-old. Both of them, they are 24. Then there is yeah. the fact that they have been together since they were 16, but they've never lived together, and they've never spent more than two weeks together unsupervised. Yep. I don't think an ultimatum is complete without someone from the South or someone who's just like, I got to get married. Speaking of the 23 year old that we had in season one, April, she just had a baby. If you remember that she said um, she was going to have a hard, she was told that she was going to have a hard time conceiving. So her whole goal was to just get married and have a baby or have a baby and not even get married. But she just had a baby not long ago with her boyfriend. Good for her. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to diagnose this too yet. Um, I really like Ryan. She seems very confident. Like, yes, she's young, but she, that's just what she wants to do. I want to be married, stay home, have babies and just be with my husband. I don't care what all you progressive women out there are talking about and find yourself, find your career. That means nothing to me. I just want to get married. <laughs> that's how I see Ryan. 24. 24. <laughs> um, in the confessional, James says that he just doesn't believe in a one true love. And James is like, he just doesn't think he's ready for marriage. I just, that's what I'm saying. Is like, I don't think I have a reason from James why he's not ready. Even if he said, I'm just 24. <laughs> I just got out of school. That works for me. That works for me. <laughs> they keep saying, actually, James might be 23. Actually. Not that that makes a difference. But I just think that they're just 
skirting around the issue and I don't know when he recouples further on he seems to re- be regretting it and has a come to Jesus moment but I don't understand what's going on through in James mind to be honest because I don't know what his issue with Brian is except maybe the fact of I've only dated one person that I don't like it and I don't want that to be my story Which, but then say that right like break up go date other people Maybe you find your way back to each other. But it's also one of those things. You don't want to take the risk. And so you come on this show where you get to take the risk anyway with with rules and boundaries and I don't know what else you get out of here. I just absolutely love the fact that Ryan is not scared. Like, if I lose you, I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the energy, honestly, when you're coming to the ultimatum. If you really, truly just want answers... That's the energy you need to bring. But when you come with the energy like the Lisa's and the cats, where you're just like, I'm so scared. I don't know what I've done by bringing you here. Then you've already lost. So There's not really much to say about Ryan and James. I don't have anything else. That was it. No. I'll have more later on. And there's even less um, to say about the next couple. <laughs> Trey and Raya. Um, Trey's 28. Raya's 24. Trey is making good money, has a good career. He's ready to settle down. And Raya is just like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I just feel lost. I feel like I'm a disappointment. I don't think I'm ready. She knows something is missing. Raya just gives the impression like, I want to get out of this relationship. But also, if I get out, I know that I'm crazy because I'm leaving who someone who's good on paper has a good job, ready to settle down, loves me, what am I doing? But she doesn't know how to get out because she's just in that phase of life where she every every answer to every question she has in life is I don't know. She also so, appears to have no job. Um, yeah. So part of her reason for not wanting to get married is she's like, I'm not settled in my career enough to be married. Um, I found that interesting. But also legit, like... If you want to come into a partnership as a partner and you want to feel like you can contribute equally or at least something. Uh, but it also seemed like she wasn't working too hard to figure that out. <laughs> That's the problem. Raya has things that are valid on paper, but everything sounds like it's just an excuse for the I don't want to be married to you part. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. But Raya's so pretty. Oh my gosh, she's such a pretty little thing. And I remember when they were telling their story, Vanessa shared the story about how she gave Nick an ultimatum. I'm like, my God, how many times do we have to hear this story? I don't know. I know it by heart now. Apparently the first episode of every season of The Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. They said it on Love is Blind too. Make it stop. <laughs> but yeah, Raya is wondering if her soulmate is out there. I think she doesn't think that Trey is her soulmate. But, I mean, as the episodes go on, we find out that he's not, like, emotionally open. And everything just seems to be routine. And I can see that happening. Because if Trey sees himself like, oh, I'm a good guy, I have all the qualities, and then you just stop trying. Although, to be fair, they did tell a story. This is why only the people in the relationship know what the real truth is. Where he said when they first met, he got her roses, candles, lit the things and he thought he did pretty good and she walked in and she's like well it's nice but it's not like it looks like on the tiktok videos and i'm like oh oh dear dear." and then since then he's never done anything again 
One, that shouldn't stop you, I understand, but... Yes, it should stop you. It should stop you ah! from doing the rest of the relationship. Ah! That person is telling me that it doesn't matter if you do nice things unless they can look good for social media. That person yeah. doesn't share your values. You need to run. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, ultimately, she feels she's not good enough for him, but I think that's true, but I also think that she just knows that this relationship is not for her. And she doesn't know how to get out. That's all I got for Trey and Raya. I actually thought that our next couple last time was going to be Kat and Alex. And that's when I said, if you had less to say about them, there's, I mean, there's not much to say about these two. I honestly, a single thing that they said in the first episode. So (laughs) yeah, there's not much to say about Kat and Alex. Kat is 27. Alex is 31. Kat visibly looks terrified. To even talk to him. And she was like, I just want you to marry me. I just want to live here. Leave leave here being engaged to you. And Alex is like, I haven't proposed because all, honestly, we're too busy. I, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> They're traveling the world. They're living life. So he doesn't have time to say, hey, you want to get married? I haven't heard that one before. Because he's with someone who if he just threw a ring at her and said marry me she'd be like i'll take it yes so i don't know he can fight time if he wants but i he said she said i hope we leave here together blah 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 and he's like i hope so too (laughs) i'm like the power is in your hands what do you mean i hope so too but basically the power dynamics of this relationship is not even Alex clearly has the upper hand in this marriage and she's clearly just begging her him to love her. But they are a very forgettable um, couple. Until it's time for the recoupling. But we'll take a break and we'll come back and talk about that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And we're back. Okay. So they all come back. They're all at the table to make their choices. No um, Vanessa Lachey, because I guess she was out filming. It was just Nick. And then I had the question that they ask all the time, um, that I ask all the time. What happened? Like, how is it possible? Yes, it's just three seasons. How is it possible that each couple finds someone that they actually click with and they can swap. What happens if there's one person nobody wants? What do we do then? They are forced to make this work. There has to be a forcing. There has to be a producer hand in this because it don't make no sense. 
Especially yeah. after they lost a couple and they still, everybody figured out someone to go along with. It, I think it, also people are like, this is my options. I'll just pick from amongst my options. Okay. So before they start, Nick starts with like, you see the two empty chairs. We notice that Brian and Lisa aren't there. I'm like, oh Lord, what has Lisa done again? And he tells us that Lisa took a pregnancy test and it was positive and that was it. And much like Shanice and Jeffy, it was filmed when she told him. And they're in a hotel room, and then she tells Brian about it, and Brian's face took me to the floor. He was like, really? Oh. Then he says he's happy. Then they have him do a confessional by himself, and he's like, this changes a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> and then he's like... <laughs> He's like, we need to figure a lot of things out, but, you know, and all that. And the fact that it was on camera, I mean, what is he going to do? He just looked like he was trapped. He had a pretty good um, yes. reaction. He was very positive he, about it. When he was with her. But yeah. I feel like when he had his solo interview, it just seemed like a completely different thing. Which is the right thing to do, I will say. You're already with someone who's pregnant don't take away that moment from that person. Like, put on the best damn show you've ever put on in your life, especially on camera, and then figure that out later. So I commend him for that. I would like to update you all on their situation. No, I don't want to know. You don't want to know? No, I'm going to watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I would like to add that, I don't know if you knew this, but it looks like Brian is one of ours. Last name Okoye. No! <laughs> oh, no! Come on! <laughs> okay, you know what? Dustin has put us back in the good seat for now. So I'm just going to focus on that because we cannot have this again. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, oh, and he's one of mine, mine. Ah, what That's are you his last name. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to ask a question. I wonder if they have like an extra couple waiting in the wings. Because remember season one, this couple just said, uh, we're going to propose to each other and we're going to leave. And then didn't they lose a second one? They lost two. And then people they lost two. three couples to pick from. Exactly. So I'm just like, haven't they learned from that? Why? Well, I guess... If they have a couple waiting in the wings, they miss out on all the whole dating. So there's and no way to make it work. The dating. <laughs> yeah, there's no way to make it work. It's a huge risk, though, to do that. So okay. Um. So then they start with the recoupling and all that stuff. Oh, one last thing. I just found it hilarious. Like the way life works. Um. Lisa said she didn't want to have a baby before marriage, but here we are, and that's where she is. So they move on to the recoupling and Trey is first and Trey had been waffling between Lisa and Ryan. And since Lisa was gone, it looked like, wait, why are you laughing? I'm just laughing that he's like, well, his first choice was gone. So he just went for the second one. Well, I was going to say like, if she was there, who do you think Trey would have picked Ryan or Lisa? Because he was very complimentary about Lisa. He seemed smitten by Lisa. He seemed like even when she slapped him and had her whole scene, 
He said it just means you're passionate and you stand up for what you want. I'm like, okay, that's an interpretation. But he really, really seemed to like Lisa. So do you think he would have picked Ryan or he would have picked Lisa? I Well, it seemed like when they were dating, he really, really, really liked Ryan. And as much as Trey is like, oh, I like your passion, I, he seems to be a pretty smart guy. And I think he would have gone with the non-crazy over the crazy. <laughs> okay. Um... Honestly, they seem to have natural chemistry. They are really comfortable with each other. Um, but every time I see an interracial relationship on TV in any of these romantic shows, I'm not concerned about the people involved. I just always think about their family. And one of the things they bonded from is like they're from the South South. Like she seems like from a typical Southern family. And I'm just like, I just hope they're open-minded and they're okay, you know, with her. Think- I thought about it and I was like, I would hope that if you're being cast for this show, that part of the process includes like, you understand that this is going to be an interracial dating experience. So are you open to dating people of other races? Not necessarily have you cleared that with your family, but it shouldn't come as a shock. It's a show with a lot of different people. So you shouldn't be surprised if you show up and you date people outside of your race. So hopefully you've prepared everybody for that before you do that well i mean sometimes some people don't care some people know their family is like that and they're just like eh i'll it's my life i'll do whatever i want to do correct um i think lots of people you said you're not worried about the people in the relationship i still am i think lots of people date interracially without thinking about it thinking it all the way through well what i mean by i'm not worried is i don't think like they're being racist or they're whatever they're like they have issues with it but i i'm not sure how their family feels about that if they'll be receptive but they're moving together they seem to be getting along well they haven't found any red flags they're very comfortable to the point where trey already tells her like he's having feelings for her is that too soon is that genuine are we are we feeling trey and ryan where are you on this too? I am kind of feeling Trey and Ryan. I mean, I will say this. During the picking of the partner scene, the recoupling or whatever, I don't enjoy it when people are like, oh, we have the same family background because I came from an intact two-parent household and so did you, and my original partner doesn't. And both of them kind of put that on their original partner or their exes, as they call them. And I was like, that's rude. Um, it sounds like you're saying they're deficient in a way over something they have no control over. It's not my fault that my parents didn't stay together. I get it. I hear you. But perspective, kind of like the the closest example that I could think of, because I had that thought and I settled and I thought about it. If I met someone, if I was dating someone who was not Nigerian, And then I go on the ultimatum and then I connect with someone who was Nigerian and I'm giving my speech and I say, it's just nice for someone who kind of understands some of the nuances of things that we do and having that in common. I'm not putting down my partner. It's just that it's nice. I don't know. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but I still think it was a put down. (laughs) You're better to just because of your family background. I think that's a dig. 
Okay. There's just some things that people don't understand, to be honest. You know? Um, so, yeah. So, so far, so good for this, too. I'm not looking forward to it, but I'm looking forward to seeing what their first conflict is and how they handle it. Yeah. Uh, so far, they're swimming along very well. But, yeah, I assume this is, in this show, everybody ends up yelling at some point, right? Uh, yep, it get, the pressure gets to them. Um, their partners partner up with each other, and that happens to be Raya and James. And James, as soon as Trey says all the things that he likes about Ryan, something clicks in James' brain, and suddenly he realizes that he has a gem of a girlfriend, and he's in a funk from that moment. And then he gives this what I consider to be a weird speech that we are switching partners, but respect and something. And I was like, was this really necessary? I didn't think it was, but Trey seemed to appreciate it and said, thanks. Um, These two are bonding. This is where AIDS point comes in. These two are bonding for all the wrong reasons. Because it's one thing that they're bonding because they grew up with the same family background where there were single moms and people didn't understand but the problem is that it seems to be the only thing they seem to be connecting on. And they talk about this all the time. They don't talk about anything else that they might have in common or they might like about each other. Um, They do talk about it a lot. But from the very beginning, James was very into Raya. Yeah. On their first date, he was like, oh, I really like her. I'm really into her. So, I I mean, maybe the, the coupling, they only showed that. But I did think that he was more interested in her than just a single mom thing. But when he talked about from their first date, which was the one by the pool, that's pretty much all they talked about. Hmm. Was just that. I didn't hear anything else that they really like liked about them. But um, he put up a wall. Like on the first day, he suddenly felt bad about sleeping on the same bed. He called his brother and was like, oh, this is so weird. But then by the next day, they were out of the funk. They were playing games. And they were asking sexual questions and Raya pretty much just called out Trey for his wax sex game because all her answers, she's like, foreplay, what's that? And then James was talking about all of the things that you have to start from the day, do nice things and do chores and go that. And I'm like, okay, James, if you're 23 with all that foreplay knowledge, you are going to grow into a fantastic lover by the time you're older. Um, but I think James just said, what kind of sex have you been having? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, he planned a date for them and it was nice. And then things took a turn for the worse. And she started asking for a physical connection, like just holding hands, hugging and things like that. I don't know. It felt like they were having two different conversations, Aid, because he was just like, you're asking for sex and I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, where did she ask for sex? Did I miss that? I didn't think she asked for sex, but I did think she asked for things that he would consider cheating and he doesn't want to cheat. All these nonsense people talk about my ex this and my ex that. In their minds, they have never broken up with this person. A lot of them. And Ryan never broke up with, I'm sorry, James never broke up with Ryan in his mind. So her being like, how are we supposed to practice being married? Which is also nonsense. No one is doing a great job of practicing being married besides living together. (laughs) 
she's like, are we going to do anything besides like just hang out as friends? And he's like, oh, no, we're definitely not because then I might cheat on Ryan and that's not what I'm trying to do here. That's what I got from that conversation. So what I got from the conversation was like, he said he liked to be he likes to be affectionate and it's just like if we're walking just hold my hand if i'm there just put your arm around me she's not asking for sex she's just asking for just different things that are physical like physical touch but not actual sex but he just kept on going on and on about sex and sex and she kept trying to tell him i'm not asking for that just if we go out you hold my hand if we go to wherever it is that she said that they went to and he didn't want to put his arm around her or something like that. And he's like, I don't want to do it, but there's clearly a wall and she's not wrong. Like the whole point is to experience this. But if I'm having pretty much the same experience in the relationship that I left, I'm not having the full experience. If his heart is still with um, Ryan, what is the point? It's not fair to her. Um, Fair is an interesting word. Look, I, I, it's tough for me to come up with sympathy for people who come on the show and think that they're really going to break up with someone and really going to go hang out with somebody else and call it a trial marriage. <sighs> Human beings don't work that way. Oh. Okay. But, I mean, I don't know. They seem to not be going good, and that makes me sad because I was really hoping for them um, to get something out of it. I feel bad for her because this is not the experience that she was looking for but this experience requires two people it's unfortunate for james because it's not looking good for him to get back with his uh girlfriend there (laughs) so i don't think it's looking good but i do understand i i think for him mentally he has not broken up he doesn't really want to do this trial marriage thing why did you come on the show but i totally understand it so he's basically having a Lisa moment, except he's handling, he's expressing it differently. Yes. <laughs> well, we move on to Antonio and Kat. I don't know how you could put two very bland people together. And they go on their date. And this date is basically him talking about money and how he can't take out for this. And he might not do this because that might be 300 from something short and all that. He has not asked Kat one thing about herself. He's just whining and going on and on about money. And I'm just looking at him like, you don't have to have a costly date. You could just do something nice for your girl. You could go to a park. You could just spend time and then be understanding. But also while you're working on whatever it is that you're working on. But what kind of date is this where you all you're doing is complaining about your last relationship? Like I said, these people came on the show not ready. No one's ready. Yeah. Everybody's still in their old relationship. This man is working through his, like, stuff that he has with Roxanne. And I'll say this. These two, just super, super forgettable. Nothing is happening here. They should probably be cut from the show. Just a little snippet here and there to remind us that they're alive. It's not good. (laughs) No, it's not. I mean, Kat didn't say anything, so I have nothing else. She just kept smiling and nodding and smiling and nodding. And which leads us to 
her ex, Roxanne and Alex, that couple up together on the pure basis of their entrepreneurs and all they like to do is work all day. Um, I'm just like, what in the power struggle is this relationship? But um, which relationship? The Alex and Alex. Okay. Um, because they're both like dominant personalities. Yeah. But Roxanne seems to be learning from, I will say this, this season, I do think that regardless of what is happening in each relationship, I do think that for uh, most of them are learning things about themselves. Like, I feel like Ryan is learning. I think that Raya is learning. I think that Roxanne is learning um, and Trey's learning. So I just think like, so far in the first four episodes, they're learning stuff about each other. Um, they meet the parents. They're the first to meet the parents. And this is where it got a little uncomfortable for me. Um, Roxanne started with, I hate marriage. I never want to get married. I'm like, why would you lead with that when you're meeting the parents for the first time? But I do feel like they kind of veered towards disrespecting Kat. By saying... Um, by saying like, she's a quiet person. Like, I, and when I say they, I mean her, I mean, Alex, I mean, Alex's parents, because his parents are just like, she's a quiet person. Like she doesn't speak up and he doesn't need someone like that. He needs someone who challenges her. And then he, she kept saying, Roxanne kept saying his ex just seems like someone who stays in the background. And then I was like, uh, can you just talk about yourself and leave her out of it? Because Alex is also in that relationship. If he doesn't like it, you can speak up or you could leave. You're correct. It was a little rude. But I did enjoy overall the whole visit. Yeah. I did I did have in my notes what you were saying earlier. I was like, Roxanne is a lot, but I do kind of respect her for being who she is. Like she knows who she is and she's just like, This is who I am. And I'm leaning in towards that. But I like that the parents told them that they hope that they have time for other stuff because all they seem to talk about was like just work and Roxanne was self-aware to be like you know what this is probably the first time we're actually talking about things outside of work we should do more of that (laughs) but his parents I really just enjoyed them because I felt like they were very open and honest yeah Uh, and they actually took this whole thing very seriously Mm -hmm. like for what it is Um, even the part where they were like you know, I've never, when they were like, the, the mom was like, I have never, I think she never thought that, that her her son and cat would ever break up. And then she's like, wait a second, this girl might actually be better for him than the one he's currently with. I enjoyed that. <laughs> yes, they were honest. So I guess we'll meet um, more of the parents in future episodes. But yeah, but overall, I mean, those are all the couples. I don't know if you had anything else to add. Um, I do want to add what made Roxanne likable towards the end there. Unapologetic okay. yourself. When she said she does very well with parents, but you're like, oh, are you cocky? But then she went in there and she did very well with his parents. So I was like, ah, uh, she does know herself. <laughs> but I think she did well because of the kind of parents that he is. I don't think she would mesh with a different kind of parent. Okay, fair enough. But so... um, she did very well with the parents and... Yeah, I I do. There's a world in which he is a much better match for her than who she's with. I like it yeah. when they're like, Ooh, "We're just gonna fight it out for dominance if we're ever in a relationship because they're both controlling." <laughs> and I, I I mean, there might be some learning there. I, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. 
Yeah, but overall, I'm enjoying the season again uh, much, much better than season one. So we'll see where it leads to, and I'm excited to catch up. Just a fair warning to you guys. We'll be covering the rest of the season later on this month. There's a little bit of a, a gap, but we will we will finish it. We're not going to stop covering the ultimatum. It just won't be as quick as we would like, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, guys, till the next episode, don't forget that we are off next week, but we might have, we might unlock a bonus episode, so stay subscribed. Um, Give us a five-star rating if you're so inclined on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, and we will see you next time. Bye, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.